At ViStar, we believe in better. Our members now have access to more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. We've got a lot to talk about today, so we're going to talk real fast and get it over with. We've got to cram a lot of stuff in <laughs> like the next 15, 20 minutes. You ready for this, Calvin? You okay? All right. Ready to go? All right. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Ken Wallace, Calvin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse. Uh, we got we to gotta unpack Talladega, as the kids say these days. we got a, a little quick review of Tal- Talladega mm-hmm. and, uh, and that hypocrite Chase Elliott. Um, what? <laughs> I'll tell you why. Yeah, that, uh, that was well, a humor. That yeah, was our first tapered spacer race. We'll talk about that. And, yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. We'll move along. We'll talk about uh, Junior Earnhardt's next gig. Uh, and what do you do when you're trying to build attendance? You raise the ticket prices, right? Well, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll fill you in on that. Uh, why is Eric Jones uh, maybe whistling past the graveyard? Uh, we'll get into that. Eric with a K, not to be confused with Eric with an A. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Can't anybody spell around here? Uh, let's see. We are, we're going to hear from Clint Boyer. We're going to hear from the aforementioned Chase Elliott, Billy Clyde. And uh, we'll play the birthday game, and Goblin will tell us a really bad dad joke, and then oh, we'll yeah. get the hell out of here is what yeah. we're going to do. And we'll do all that right after this. Let's go. Welcome back. Daytona Motor Mouse, Goblin Kelly. I'm Ken Willis. That's Goblin Kelly. Uh, quick review, Talladega. Talk to me. What, do you, what did you think of the first spacer race, the first non-plate plate race? I thought... You know, taken as a whole, I thought it was a good race. Yep. I really did. I felt like the guys, you know, uh, it wasn't just pack racing. Even though it was pack racing, it was different because you could actually, if you had the the right combination, car, driver, know-how, you could get your car to the front, you know. Front of the pack. Yeah. Now, how many times have we seen, like, Brad Keselowski when he won the the um coke zero 400 he led like 85 percent of the laps yep okay yeah that's that was a fear of mine going into this race mm-hmm. but my my fears were availed is that right to no avail to no avail, avail. Unfounded? unfounded unfounded yeah yep. so anyway i thought it was a pretty good race um if you look at it on paper it's, it looks a lot like uh just the recent plate races because but you had the, you had these guys who, yeah, but it was different guys, it was a little different too i said on paper yeah not with your lying eyes <laughs> because i mean look it's just like at daytona where all these guys who never have a chance anywhere else show up and and have a chance ryan priest daniel hemrick ty dillon won a stage alex bowman had a chance to win the race they didn't throw the you know didn't have that wreck right and they didn't decide to let the race end under caution which i still hate um, you know, uh, Brendan gone again, another eighth place finish at a plate, non-plate plate race. This right. Uh, so yeah, so a lot of that was still, still the same where you got the, the have nots have a chance to run with the haves 
at the plate races and the non-plate plate races. Got to come up with a name for that, boy. <laughs> space racers. Space racers. Space racers. Space racers. Remember Bob Space Racers over on the beach? Yeah. Side? They made pinball machines. I think uh, they still do. Yeah, I think they're still yeah, around. They still yeah. do make uh, video game machines and arcade. Space racers. Um, Chase Elliott, in the week leading up to Talladega, was uh, complaining about how the Fords and Toyotas uh, at plate races got together, got all their teams together that are under the manufacturer umbrella, right. and uh, came up with game plans, and everybody's just racing for the good of the team, basically. And uh, he was not a big fan of that. He talked about how he didn't, he didn't like that. He didn't like being told, you know, that he's got a. You can see maybe be taking care of guys on your own personal team, but when you got to take care, you got to work for everybody within just, the manufacturer. Just to be completely in context here, yeah. he said that uh, during East, the Easter break week, mm-hmm. like early, you know, two weeks before the race. Right. Okay, so just sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I just want to make it clear that it was before Talladega. Yeah, which it, it I think was, I did way before Talladega. Well, yeah. you knew it was coming up. It was yeah. the next race. Okay, dare you try to correct me on that? <laughs> no, no, I was not. <sighs> oh, I was you're just, providing context. Yeah, that's it. Oh well, you do that all you want if it makes yeah. me look okay. Yeah, well, you look great. Thank you. So now the Chevy guys get a good talking to the morning of uh, Talladega by Chevrolet U.S. Vice President Performance Vehicles and Motorsports. Jim is it Jim Campbell? Jim Campbell. There used to be another Jim Campbell around here. It was a State Farm guy, but anyway, uh, he um, Jim Campbell uh, offered his congratulations afterwards in a, in a prepared statement. He also said, importantly, I'm really proud of all the Chevrolet drivers, crew chiefs, engineers, spotters, competition directors, and team owners on how they work together to get the best results today. Uh, that cooperation, that's the end of that quote, that cooperation was no easy task and it required repeated reminders, which lasted all the way up to the start of Sunday's race. Now, here's a quote from Alan Gustafson, crew chief for Billy Clyde Chase Elliott. Who grew up in this area. I think Jim Campbell deserves a lot of credit for stepping up and facilitating it all, drawing the box of guidelines where we were going to have to work in. Everybody quickly agreed to that and continued to push forward to support Chevrolet. I'd like to see that box of guidelines, wouldn't you? I haven't yet to see that displayed as to what, you know, what do you tell the guys? I mean, you say, I'd, I'd like to see what the what's on the three well, by five card. I think what you what they told them was what happened with the Bush brothers, because Kyle Bush on the last restart yeah. was on the outside with his brother. Mm-hmm behind him yeah okay we were going okay but you know yeah right blood's thicker than oil uh, no water <laughs> blood's not thicker than oil it's thicker uh, than 60 weight no 20 weight oh yeah okay yeah. so um you know naturally you think the brothers are going to hook up yep. and go yep what nope. no he he uh zig Kurt, and the other zag yeah Kurt found another chevy to yep. follow and left his poor little brother <laughs> well, out he, there all by himself i'm guessing he might have done that without team orders <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's one enough <clears throat> so anyway that was interesting and chase elliott who was bemoaning that manufacturer teamwork soon thereafter benefits from it yeah not his fault no but you know so we have, uh, I'm still upset that I still I'm telling you when when they reconfigure all this, 
with the new cars and new scheduling and everything over the next year or two, I think if they're if I think they have to find a way, they gotta and there's a way, they just gotta commit to not ending races under yellow. Somehow. Yeah. Some way. The only thing that kept everybody from being pissed off was the fact that Chase won it and everybody's pulling for Chase. Yeah. You know, if it if he hadn't won it, if it had been Kyle Bush, everybody'd be pissed off that they're still in this day and age, they allow a race you know, to finish under caution. You know what I'm pissed off about? What? That Chase doesn't sound like his dad. That is irritating. Yeah. I'm pi- are you pissed that you're having <laughs> it's a pissing session? <laughs> are you pissed that you're having to wear that stupid cat hat because you forgot to bring your hat I in? I forgot there? to bring my hat, but this is yeah. a, uh, you know, Sixth Street Studio staple here. It's yeah. my emergency. I asked Chase once, do you do a good impression of your dad? Because everybody does a good impression of their dad. Every yeah. guy I know can impersonate their dad. And he went, no, not really. I don't. And I'm thinking, you liar. I know you do. You just don't want to do it. You know? I hello. Yeah. <laughs> Bill. Well, Bill anyway, we, we grabbed a clip of Chase after his win. Are we going to listen he, to it? And he talks about how the Chevrolets worked, and it worked in his favor. Are, are Is Facebook Live going away first, or are they part of the clip? Can They, they probably can't hear the clip. So yeah, they can hear it if lost. we play it. You don't want <laughs> All right, so we'll say goodbye to these people. You can thank thank me later. Uh, what? Wait a minute. Hold on. Say goodbye, Willie. I'm not. It's until uh, <laughs> next time. DaytonaMotorMounts.com is oh, where you can get the whole thing. Uh, the large majority of the day, we were working together um, as a bow tie group and as, as Team Chevy, and I felt like we executed that well. I think we could make it better too you know just because it worked out i think we don't need to be content in in the results i think we need to realize we need we could do a better job um but there's certainly power numbers at at these races and when you have guys being selfless and and wanting to you know push and and make the lane go it it, uh it makes a difference and certainly worked out for us today i know it didn't work out for some but um yeah i felt like that everything was it all kind of happens for a reason, but I think it could be better. But, yes, it was a lot of effort that went in, and um, I felt like it was executed pretty well. All right. Do you think that this – is there any chance that this win will drive Chase in the immediate uh, future to more victories? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Plate races mean nothing. Even non-plate plate races mean nothing. <laughs> non-plate plate races. Yes. This means a lot. No. This does not – is he'll finish seventh at Dover? No, he's going to either win it or finish second to Harvick. Seventh at Dover, he's going to win it or right. he's going to finish we'll second. Write that stuff down there. Write it down. We'll come back and revisit that next week and see who's who's smart and who's not. Then we're going to right now. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Hi, right, we're back for you'll get that big time auto racing. You know what you'll get in big time auto racing? What? You will get uh, occasionally. You will get uh, you will get a a broadcaster yanked to a different type of event in order to uh, create a little buzz and drag some uh, audience members from one sport to another. You'll get uh, price increases. You used to get price increases a lot for tickets. Remember that day? Yeah. Oh, boy, they used to. Boy, every year you get your ticket renewal packages. Not me, but people would get their ticket renewal packages and go. Sons of bitches, raise the price again. I go, well, you don't have to go. Yeah. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Well, uh, you remember then, Daytona Bob? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was yeah. just... Uh, 
constantly yeah. complaining about Daytona. You'll also get drivers on the hot seat. We're going to pick these off one at a time. Junior Earnhardt has uh, is moonlighting. He's going to lead, he's going to NBC is going to take advantage of his presence under their uh, their in, under their workshop roof. And what's Junior going to do, Goblin? Tell N- NBC Sports do, do, do. is going to take Dale Junior, yep. NASCAR analyst for NBC, one of racing's most popular personalities, will experience a new kind of horsepower this weekend. Boy, they just couldn't resist that, could they? No. I knew as soon as you said it, I said, oh, here comes, where, when's the first horsepower line coming off the press? As he joins NBC, NBC, NBC. NBC's <laughs> <laughs> coverage of the Kentucky Derby this Saturday. Um, and, and wait a minute, wait a minute. In his role, Dale Jr. will take in the vibrant atmosphere at Churchill Downs for the first time. He's a first timer. Yeah. Alongside NASCAR, NBC colleague <laughs> Rutledge Wood, Dale they Jr. They took him through the Olympics right out of the box. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's done the Olympics. He did, uh, didn't he do one of the big football games? Yeah. So uh, Earnhardt Jr. Jr is uh just going to be doing like the infield thing you know walking around talking to people and stuff but it's good for him yeah i wonder if he'll get recognized yep that's, that's different no, have, no it's a no. different breed of people isn't it no it's party people they'll recognize junior <laughs> they're not there you think that people are there for a horse race no they're there to be at the cool place be at the big event that everybody's supposed to be at you don't go to Derby Day to enjoy Derby Day. You go to it's like oysters. You go to Derby Day to tell people you went to Derby Day. <laughs> Remember, you eat oysters because you like telling people you ate oysters. Well, not this or time of year. Seen eating oysters. Not this time of year. And you didn't have don't, an R in it. For God's sake, don't eat oysters Mary, now. Mary. Yeah. Mary has an R in it. Made yeah. it. Yeah. Dang it. Well, you can still get them from places. Well, you still get them, Steam but em. you don't Just want don't them. Just eat them raw. Steam I them. gotta have it raw. Oh, come on now. Yeah. And you don't like it. You just like telling people. You I do. I really do. do. So, that, then why do people put it on a cracker with hot sauce, horseradish, lemon, butter? Well, then next time I have it breading. and you're in the room, I won't put anything on it. I'll just wolf them down. Raw. Raw. Yeah. God. Who was the first walking, talking person to do that? Mm-hmm. I hope it wasn't caveman because I, you imagine that, that, mm-hmm. all the hair they had and that crap have gets you ever into been to, facial hair. Have you ever been to Turtle Disgusting. Mound? Have you ever been to Turtle Mound? Of course. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know what that is. It's oyster shells. Oyster shells yeah. that the Indians piled oyster. up. Yeah. So Somebody had to be the first guy to say, you know what? That looks like I, something I should eat. But you don't eat it. You swallow it. <laughs> they eat a lot of oysters, man. I'm right. telling you. Well, you know what that'll do for you. Yeah. Yeah. Give you a heartburn. Yeah, right. Only if you put the Texas Pete horseradish. <laughs> for me, it's just a conduit for horseradish. I love horseradish. I have I have been so hungry that I've gotten steamed clams or oysters or mussels or whatever and been done with them. And really, I'm still a little bit hungry. I'll take a saltine. That's a cracker. Right. Cracker. Cracker. And put some horseradish on it and a little dab of uh, maybe squeeze a little lemon, put some horseradish on it, and eat saltine just with a horseradish and realize, I like this better than oysters. <laughs> I can get a dozen crackers. <laughs> Raw. And a bunch of horseradish. So anyway, that's my story. <clears throat> um, got an oyster in my throat. 
Indy 500 made an announcement today. Indy well, Annapolis Motor Speedway. <coughs> Actually, it was yesterday. Well, okay. We don't know. This is we're no, in a vacuum. No. We're in a time warp yeah, here. So, in pods. Uh, anyway, I've got it in black and white print uh, here. What are, what are they doing in Indianapolis? Well, what they're, you know, where attendance has slipped at the Indy 500 over the years, they no longer you know do do what they used although, to do. They since, still draw since they had their millions of people since they did their hundredth running. Yep. They've done pretty well. Yeah. People it's still come a huge back. event. Again, yeah. people want to say they went and want to be seen there. But what's unusual is in this day and age, yes. Mr. Willis. This is something you're not going to hear a lot about yes. or hear very often. Yes. But and they're this, doing it. They're bucking the trend. They're thinking that, outside the box. That's right. So they had an announcement. They sent out a blast email to media because, uh, you know, the internets and all that. Yep, yep, yep. And they said, if you buy your ticket on what's today wednesday yeah. if you buy your ticket before midnight tuesday you know which turns to wednesday gotcha. you, you know you've heard of cinderella right yeah. yeah so anyway if you bought your ticket tuesday it would have been cheaper than if you bought it today they raise the prices when they get to may they raise their prices interesting so, now so, wait a minute maybe i got bad information do they do this every year i don't know all I know so I is be all over them for raising ticket price, ticket prices. All, I, fact, all they're doing is giving you early birds a break. All I know is that it's very strange to see uh, an email blast that's a press release from a speedway saying tickets are going up. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was their way of trying to hasten ticket sales before May first. Yeah, well, I mean, that's obviously is, this is the day before. You know, May first. What if they so. don't raise the prices and go? I'm serious. We're going to raise the prices. <laughs> okay, well, you got till Saturday. <laughs> Pushing that deadline. I don't know. That, that, I just uh, you know what you'll also get in big time auto. Just racing? caught my eye. That's all. Uh, you'll get uh, you'll get a driver in the last year of his contract who's got a really hot young driver in the series immediately below who needs a seat on the team. The driver A. In his last year of a contract is currently in perhaps which means eric jones is in the final year of his deal with gibbs racing and they got christopher bell sitting down there in triple a baseball uh more than ready to come up and run run the cup series and so all they they've got three guys who are under longer term contracts at gibbs eric jones is the only guy in his walk year and then they've got the subsidiary team over there at levine racing where right. uh matt de benedetto is uh, currently uh, holding down the fort Maddie so there's D. your there are your options uh christopher bell uh comes up and either levine or eric jones are gone or christopher bell has to find somewhere else to race or they perhaps add a second team to levine family racing they find a way to add a team there because they sort of took over the furniture road deal yeah the furniture road ran two two cars that one year and one of them was eric jones yeah so uh, this time next year, Eric Jones will be in what? Trouble. No, what will he be in? <laughs> Eric Jones next year will be in what? You know, it's hard to say because Eric. Yeah, Eric, because you know these Well, things. Eric Jones is a special case. I think he's a keeper. I, I, I wouldn't let him go. Yeah, he's still he's still learning. Yeah. Um, you know, he if you, if you look out there, you see the 20 car in the top 10 more likely mm-hmm. than not. Um, I think, you know, his best days are ahead of him. And there's a special now. This is this Just important. Answer the question. No, this is important. Dodge and duck. Uh, because the his dad passed away in his 
Joe Gibbs, coach, the coach told mm-hmm. the father that he would make sure to take care of Eric. So that's the kind of little yeah. wrinkle. See, should have told me that ahead of time. Yeah, there's a kind of little wrinkle in there. That so next year, he'll be in the, he'll be in the twenty car, oh. and I got a feeling that Toyota, if Christopher Bell keeps doing what he's doing, yeah, they'll provide. Yeah, they'll say okay, you know, second Levine car, um, or maybe even there is another Toyota team out there that runs part time. Yep. With uh, uh, Jeffrey Earnhardt. That sounds right. Yeah. So it's not impossible that, you know, another team could be put together to accommodate Bell. I don't see him expanding the budget. I see him trying to find a way to make it work from within. But what do I know? Hey. They can loan him to a Ford or Chevy. Loan him out for (laughs) a year. Hey, that's happened. Yeah. Loan him out for a year and bring him back. That's happened. All right. Green White Checkers is just ahead. We'll be right back. We're back. Green, white checkers. Ken Willis, Godwin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse. We're going to wrap this thing up uh, uh, at Talladega last weekend. Uh, our our boy, uh, our favorite racer, Clint Boyer. He was, he, he's we like him because he's a little little goofy. Got a lot. I've always said there's a there's a, quite a bit of Jethro Bodine in uh, in Clint Boyer. Yeah, he's a fun one. I just wish he'd win and then keep winning and win some more because life is uh, life in that world is better when he's the center of attention right exactly so, and he had a little give and take with our old friend bob pockris who used to work with us and now works for foxsports.com i believe yep and uh, it was during a pre-talladega press conference in the media center at talladega and it's just a small little sampling nothing great <laughs> but just a small little sampling of why we enjoy clint boyer and uh here he is Pockers, Fox Sports. Um, not looking at this week, but looking ahead. We need to look at this week. <laughs> this week hasn't happened yet, Bob. <laughs> well, I'm curious, and it's also looking back. When now we're looking back, a little bit of everything. Well, damn, Bob, which one is it? Well, it's a little bit of everything, which should be good for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're um, going everywhere with, with this 500. At the 550 horsepower races, there was some speculation at the start of the year that there'd be more wrecks. That there would that. What do you want me to do, Bob? I, I'm curious. Can we wreck them all? No, I'm, I'm just curious why there, there hasn't been. I, what, I what, what, what about this package? I can't help it but be a smart ass. I just, no. It's what you're good at. And when I get, when I, I'm only good at a few things. i got to stick with it. All right, we're back. That was Clint with Bobby. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. That's good. Yeah. You want to play the birthday game and get on out of here? Birthday game, and then don't forget, I got this. <laughs> yeah, dad, best dad joke of the week. I'm sorry, that's worst dad joke of the week. Uh, if you're new around here, uh, at the end of every uh, Motor Mouse podcast, I toss out uh, any uh, racing-related birthday of note that's coming up either today or within the next week. Godwin Kelly guesses her age almost without fail. He's uh, the best I've ever seen at this. Uh, and anyway, we're going to prove <laughs> prove me wrong right now, aren't <laughs> yeah. we, probably? All right, you ready? I, yeah. Today, one of them Sauter boys is having a birthday today. Let's see if you can guess which one. Johnny? Johnny. Here's Johnny. Johnny. Johnny Sauter's birthday today. How old is he? Oh, he's got to be at least 43. Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't. How old is he? <laughs> 43. He's 41. Ah. Dang it. That's that's pretty good still for you. I yeah. mean, most people would. I knew can't. he was in his 40s. I yeah. just didn't know what level. This one you're going to nail. You're going to probably have to cipher a bit because I've seen you do this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow, Thursday, Kyle Bush. Kyle? Yeah. 34. 
You got it. Yeah. I God, yeah. Some of these things you just know. Last one. Only It's a short birthday week. Okay. Not necessarily a short birthday week. It's a, a lacking birthday week. It's not one of the best in terms of star power. But this guy, we talk about star, star power over there in that sports car world, especially in endurance racing. Star Saturday, power. birthday, Hurley Haywood. Hurley? Hurley Haywood. Sounds like a drummer in a beach band <laughs> from the 60s. You know, the Ventures or the Beach Boys or Haywood. Ronnie and the Daytonas or something. Hurley Haywood on the drums. Birthday is Saturday. Five-time winner of the Rolex 24? Yep, tied with Scott Pruitt. Tied with Scotty. Yeah. How old is Hurley going to be Saturday, Gavin? I know how getting that flounder know, stare again. I know how old Pruitt is. That's yeah, well, we didn't ask you about Scott Pruitt. <laughs> Hurley oh, Haywood. Hurley Haywood. Yeah. Seventy-three. Pretty good guess. Seventy-one. Okay. That's do you two know ones that I turned into a three? Yeah. That, do you know? And I didn't know this until today. He shared a birthday with Peter Gregg, his longtime racing no. partner. Yeah. They they they. Took that Porsche to Daytona wins a couple of times, right? And elsewhere. They won a oh, lot yeah. of races together. And uh, him and Peter Gregg shared a birthday. Peter no was about eight years older, though, from what I gather. So if he's going to be 71, Peter Gregg would have been 71, 8, 1, 2, 2, 4. He'd have been 102 years old, I think. <laughs> All right. It was a dad joke from the book of dad jokes, and uh, then we're going get, to get on out of here. Okay, so this is dad jokes. Bad, bad jokes and puns inspired by dads. All right. And, you know, the author of this book is uh, Jack Duncan. So, sure it is. Uh, we go to page 101, joke 184. In your hymnals. And uh, <laughs> the joke is... Why did the dad turn down the job at the window blind factory? Why did the dad turn, turn down, down the, the job, job at the window blinds blind factory? factory. Uh, okay, I give up. He thought the business sounded shady. <laughs> <laughs> and that one uh, is it's marked off. We'll never hear from that one again. Is never that again. This is marked off. All right. Is uh, Ken Willis here, Goblin Kelly over there. Any last words before we get out of here? For Daytona. The Motormouths.com. Tell your friends. Tell your we, enemies. We need to uh, boost our, Tell what do you call it? Our uh, circulation. Q rating? I don't know. Yeah. Tell yeah. Mike the Butcher. Yeah, we're getting into the Nielsen Joe ratings. The, Joe yeah. the Grinder. They, we're getting into sweeps. Yeah, sweeps week coming up. Yes. Hey, right? Yeah. Yes. So we need to, yeah. uh, you know. We're going to do this shirtless a couple of weeks during sweep week. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah watch Facebook Live next week. Well, we'll oh, shoot. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's <laughs> all fun and games until somebody turned on a camera. Uh, all right. All right, see ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal.